0: Welcome to Local News Live Daily, the podcast where we break down the top stories happening in local communities across our gray universe stations. We're powered by gray media. We have more than 100 stations across the United States, including Alaska and Hawaii i'm victoria shirley and today my co-host nick lawton is out so the podcast is going to look a little bit different today what i'm going to do is i'm going to really go in depth with one news story that we cover today it involves an 11 year old boy who was missing out of an omaha nebraska suburb the search for 11 year old ryan larson has now turned critical he's been missing since monday afternoon And uh, authorities do believe the child hasn't had food or water or his medicine since he went missing. And hundreds of people in the community are looking for him right now. Marlo Lundak is a reporter with the NBC affiliate in Omaha, Nebraska, WOWT. And we spoke with her about this search And she gave us plenty of insight, even interviewed some people that were volunteering their time to make sure this 11-year-old is found. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and play that interview for you. And you can find that interview on the Facebook page of WOWT. You can also find more information on their website, which is WOWT.com. All right, I'm going to play that interview for you now. We're following a breaking news story out of La Vista, Nebraska. That's a suburb out of Omaha. And joining me here is Marlo Lundak. Uh, Marlo, you're following the story of a missing 11-year-old boy who was last seen leaving his school. Can you kind of give us an update about uh, the initial story itself and what you're doing right now? Yeah, so basically Ryan Larson is an 11
1: year old. He went to La Vista West elementary school. He goes to La Vista West elementary school and around noon on Monday, um, he left school. There was no cameras inside the school. So they weren't exactly sure where he went, but he is high functioning autistic and police have dealt with him before. They, he has run away from home. He's tried to hide before, but never to this extent. So it's, It's been, this is now day three. So basically now we are in kind of the surrounding areas of his neighborhood, of his school. He lives right by his school. So we're kind of in these marshy lake areas, community, hundreds of community volunteers are out here with us walking the trails, just seeing if, you know, they can find him, if they see him, if they spot him, because as I mentioned, he you know he's high-functioning autistic. He takes medications. They don't know if he brought any food or water with him when he left. So it's getting pretty critical at this point. So that's kind of what, what the story has come to be up until this point.
0: And Marla, I understand that several people in the community are joining police in this search. Uh, what has the feeling been like? How many people are you seeing out there? I see on the WWT article on your website, it says about 200 people in the community have been searching. What has the the feeling been like with the volunteers who are searching?
1: You know, it's actually been really amazing to see the community support. And you know, most of these people don't know Ryan. They don't know Ryan Larson. They don't know his family, his mom, his sister. So they're just genuinely concerned about his health and his safety, and they want to bring him home. Um, I'll turn my camera around if I can here and kind of show you. I'm just on a trail right now, but I don't know I that wind doesn't blocking my sound, but there are some people like you know walking down into the tall grass areas, kind of searching, making sure that we're not missing anything. I've seen a couple police officers walking on the trail as well, but the community support has really been something that's been you know so incredible to see throughout this whole process. Like I mentioned, you know most of these people don't know him, but they know that he's got some health concerns that you know they know that he needs to come home soon. So it's been hundreds of people. I would estimate yesterday, I would estimate probably 300 people helping search the neighborhoods uh, close to where he lives and where he goes to school. And then about 130 here in Walnut Creek in Papillion, I would say there's about 150 people. So it's been a, just a huge amount of support. And the police couldn't be more thankful, you know, while, while we're out here doing this, while community volunteers are out here doing this, they're helping in other avenues you know they're talking to his mom and they're going through you know his online history all that kind of stuff so it's been a, just a huge outpouring of support for ryan
0: and i understand that police they've been holding some meetings talking directly to these volunteers were you at that meeting earlier this afternoon and any new information from that meeting yeah pretty much um there's they don't have a whole lot of updates they like to keep
1: everybody in the loop, which I think, you know, the community is really grateful for, but everybody was a little bit confused about why we were coming out to Walnut Creek today. This is about, I guess, eight miles away from where he lives, but they were telling us that we're searching Walnut Creek and Prairie Queen, another dam site, um, because, you know, his family comes to these spots a lot, so they believe that he's comfortable here, he feels safe here, he knows these areas, and, you know, they know that he likes to hide from police, they know, he knows that... They know that he likes to hide from his parents, from his siblings, from strangers. You know, he doesn't want to be found. But we're here in these areas because they think that he feels comfortable here. And he could be hiding in the tall grass or in a tree or, you know, hanging out close to the water. So that's kind of why... They told us that we were out here in these areas for today.
0: And did they give you any updates, too? I, I see that uh, he, there was a spot, a possible sighting of him at a library. Do you know anything more about that that you could tell us?
1: So there was a person who contacted police and said that they took pictures of a boy who they, they thought might be Ryan um, yesterday afternoon. Right now, police aren't really sure if that is a credible sighting. They, they're telling us that. The last credible sighting was Monday at 2 p.m. shortly after he left school. So he left school around noon and there was a sighting um, by, a—I think it was a local gas station by his house that caught him walking by on the security camera. So as of right now, the last credible sighting, according to police, was Monday at 2 p.m. So its it's been quite a while at this point.
0: And I read a tweet that you had tweeted out a few hours ago, talking about how this is considered critical. This uh, search is now critical. Can you kind of explain why? Why do police consider this critical? Um, is he on medication, or um, what? What is really creating an urgent situation, other than the fact that it's been a couple of days now?
1: Yeah. So I, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but you know, he's high functioning autistic. He has. I. His family tells police that you know he takes medications daily to to help him control his behavior behavior or whatever else it may be they they have mentioned a couple of times that he might be prone to having seizures so at this point it's getting to the you know to the point where it's like he hasn't had food or water that we know of you know in 48 hours at least and if he's not taking the, his regular medications they're not sure how he will respond or react to people who might come up to him and say, Hey buddy, like what's going on? You want to go, he loves maple donuts. You want to go get a maple donut. They just don't know how he will react to people because he's not on these medications and because, you know, of his high functioning autism. So he's just, it's just getting to a point where it's getting really scary for the family. And I think they just want him to be safe and healthy.
0: All right, and I'm bringing in my colleague here, Ryan Pierce. If we can rewind a little bit to Monday, um, Ryan has some questions about exactly how this all began. Ryan. Yeah, Marlo, I'm curious to know, how is the school, I know they've put out a statement, how is the school justifying basically allowing this 11-year-old boy to walk out of the building? And from what it seems, is one of the last times he was actually seen.
1: Yeah, so we've talked a little bit with uh, representatives from the school. I personally haven't. I know some of my colleagues have, but... At this point, you know, I've spoken with other teachers who say students like Ryan should be monitored 24-7 when they're at school. You know, even if they're just going into the bathroom, someone should be there in case of a situation like this. um, The school says that they're doing everything they can to try to prevent this from happening again. There's no cameras inside the school, like I mentioned earlier. So it's been really hard to determine, you know, which direction he might have gone when he left the school. Obviously, there was that sighting about an hour and a half or two after he left school. So that definitely helps. But at this point, I think the school is just waiting for him to come back and then figuring out a situation where this won't happen from here on out.
0: You know, that makes sense. And that's a good clarification. So it does seem like the school is giving an indication as to what direction the 11 year old went and maybe some basic information. Are they taking any sort of responsibility for this actually happening?
1: You know, like I said, I, I haven't spoken with them myself. Um, I don't want to speak for them right now because I haven't spoken with them. But they have just kind of have said this is, you know, worst case scenario. They, of course, don't want this to happen. Um, and they're just, they're hoping for a safe return, but I can't really speak on to what the school has said just because
0: I haven't personally spoken with them. All right. Uh, thank you so much for handling that angle. Can you flip the camera around and show us, you said you're at Walnut Creek, that's in Papillion, and you had mentioned that yes. uh, that is a place that his family like to frequent, and so it's possible that he could be in the area. The people you see in front of you, are those people that are helping with this search?
1: I think at this point, anybody that's here uh,
0: knows what's going
1: on. A lot of times there are people walking through. I don't know if you can see there's kind of a pathway here. There are lots of people walking down into these, you know, kind of off the regular trails here, you know, just combing through the tall grass and seeing, you know, maybe he laid down. Maybe he is resting or just, you know, hiding. So there are tons of people out here. I know you can't see, but way far away on the other side of the water. There are lots of people over there walking through the grass. I'm kind of in a spot right now where it's pretty relaxed. There's not a lot of people around me. I'm staying kind of close to the community, um, you know, where they touch base, where they had their community meeting earlier. But, you know, along the tree lines, that's a big thing to police officers, his parents, you know, his siblings say he could be up in the trees. He could be hiding below them. He could just be laying down in the grass. So it's just... They're just really covering all their bases at this point. Now, I will say I asked police earlier about if they have dive teams coming to check the water. And they said not at this point. They don't believe that they need that at this point. So it sounds like that, you know, they believe that he's still out there. He's still walking around. He's still hiding, just hiding from officials
0: and from strangers and from his parents, you know and are police giving the people who are searching any specific instructions uh, what are you supposed to be looking for other than of course uh the boy himself uh what are you supposed to be looking for tracks or pieces of clothing or shoes and again this is uh if you're just now joining us i'm going to do kind of a reset here uh the community, police, and a whole slew of people are in La Vista and Papillion. That's, both, both of those are suburbs of Omaha, Nebraska. They're searching for 11-year-old Ryan Larson, who's been missing since Monday afternoon. He does have autism. And uh, everyone, uh, the police and the family is saying this has reached a critical level because he likes to hide and he needs medication. And at this point, it is day, I would say, say are Marla are they considering this day two or day three of the surge?
1: I think they're considering it day three it's today is technically the the second full day Monday
0: was kind of a half day And Maro Lundak is joining us. She's at Walnut Creek. I I, uh, think that's called the Walnut Creek Reservoir Park. Um, There is a nice uh, trail that surrounds that lake uh, several miles long. So you can see there were people uh, walking. If you can flip the camera around one more time for me. Uh, There's people walking, searching. You Um, you can see those people uh, were off to the side. Is there any way we can try and talk to those people in front of you that look to be actively searching? um yeah let me see just a second here and while she's uh talking to them uh hey, are you guys helping with the search i'll do i'll oh, show you a close would you mind up if i asked you a couple of questions i'm on kind of like all right she's asking getting their permission right now if she's able to i'm going to bring that them up full screen it looks like they may be all willing right. to all right yeah okay well you guys just tell me what is your name my name's
1: dave Dave, and what's your name? Hi, love. Nice to meet you guys. I'm Marla Lundock I'm with Channel 6 News here in Omaha. Um, what are you guys doing out here today? Well, hoping to find Ryan. Do you have any kind of connection with him? Or are you just a concerned neighbor, resident? What's going on? Why'd you decide to come out here? Yeah, just concerned. Concerned uh, neighbor. Not really even neighbor. Just resident of a here. And what about you? Why, why did you decide to come out today? Um, kind of the same thing. I follow Sharpie Spinner, and they're saying they're having a search, Monday night. So and then they just continue to ask for people to come here, So continue help, yes. And there's been, you know, tons of people helping with these searches. What does it mean to you to see this community support? I mean, how does that make you guys feel? Well, it uh I think it, you know, it just speaks to the kind of people who live around here. Uh it's it's wonderful to see. Um uh, like I say, it just really speaks to the people who come together and uh, do their best to help find this missing boy. How concerning is it that, you know, we're going on day three now that, that Ryan hasn't been, you know, brought home. How concerned, how concerning is that for you? Um, it's very concerning, I think. He doesn't have experience being out by himself, like, I don't want to say in the woods, but, you know, not without his family. And if, yeah, he doesn't have water and, I don't want right Yeah. Absolutely. Hey guys, thank you for chatting with me. I really appreciate it. I know it's kind of on the spot, but I, you know, I really appreciate it. Thank you for being out here and helping with the search. You guys have a good one. You too, so yeah, you could hear that, you know, there are just tons of people out here that are concerned for Ryan's health and safety. And, you know, like I said earlier, most of them don't even know him. So it's been really nice to see that community support and, you know, neighbors just wanting to help
0: neighbors. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for trying or for getting that uh, sound those sound bites from those people that are searching. Uh, another point that uh, your colleague Lee Waldman tweeted out. Uh, she said that police um, not only are asking people to search the outside areas, but I understand police are also asking people to search inside their homes. Do you have any more uh, insight as to why uh, that is? Why are they asking people? I guess she tweeted out they're asking people to check their backyards, sheds, and anywhere a child can hide. Um, what, can yeah. you expand a little bit more of, about that?
1: There's something on my screen here. Oh, there we go.
0: Sorry. Uh, basically,
1: you know, they know that Ryan likes to hide. They know that he's really good at hiding. They've dealt with him probably half a dozen different times. So it's possible that if people leave doors unlocked, maybe he snuck into their homes. They, you know, they don't know for sure, but they just want to exhaust every resource they want to check every place they can so they you know police were going door to door yesterday asking neighbors if they have any ring doorbell video anything like that you know security systems outside of their homes that may have picked up something if he walked past they're asking people if they have sheds in their backyard to just open the door just take a peek and make sure that he's not hiding in there somewhere you know checking under their decks anywhere in their in their yards in their front backyards just They just want to be sure that they're turning every stone and, you know, searching in every possible location that he could be hiding.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Marlo Lundak, for joining us and helping us uh, bring this local story here in the Omaha, Nebraska area from WWT onto a national level. And We're able to share this with stations across the country through local news live. And we appreciate your support, Marlo. Um, And just as a final note, uh, just to remind people, if you're just now joining us, authorities and volunteers are out in scores searching for 11-year-old Ryan Larson, who's last last seen leaving his elementary school, La Vista West Elementary School. And uh, the search is still on. He was last seen on Monday. Is there anything else you'd like to add that I haven't asked you, Marlo?
1: No, you know, I don't think so. I think it's just really huge that the community is showing up in a big way and helping in every way possible. Most of these people don't know Ryan. They just care about him. They care about his health and safety. And I think that says a lot about the Omaha metro area. So it's been great to see that. And they're going to keep searching until Ryan's brought home.
0: All right. And we'll look forward to your coverage on the newscast, W-O-W-T, and follow her on Twitter. Um, I believe it's at Marlo Lundak TV. Um, She's been tweeting all day yep. long. Thanks for doing that, Marlo. And, of course, she'll have more coverage online and on the newscast. Check them out, WOWT.com for more information. Thank you, Marlo. We appreciate it.